SEP Fanfic Readings presents Accidental Proposal by C.J. Red. Chapter 21 See Me Hermione wasn't sure how long they were locked in the kiss for, but she was pretty sure when they finally came up for breath. Her heart was going to try and beat right out of her chest. There was hunger in his kiss that had never been there before, and his eyes still looked haunted, tortured. She caressed his face and leaned in to kiss him again, scooting so that she was closer to him, allowing his body to mold to hers and moaning as she felt his hardness, proving that his desire was as hot as hers. Draco, put the tie on the door. She felt him sigh and he grabbed his wand. She watched his tie fly to the now open door, and then the door slammed shut. When she heard him murmuring wards, she sighed and grabbed his wand, adding her own on top of his. They won't break through that until we take it down, she said with a smirk. Draco shook his head at her and kissed her again, his breathing rapid. Hermione, I don't think we should, she cut him off. Oh, stop. I know you have done this before, and while I haven't yet, tonight seems like a perfectly lovely time to try. Draco looked down at her, his face full of indecision. It should be special, not because I'm having a mental breakdown and you want to distract me. Hermione snorted out a laugh and pulled his face down, kissing along his jaw. Silly Slytherin, not all things have to be planned out. I don't want candles and flowers. I just want you. Seeing as how I am a Gryffindor, I am going to take what I want and damn the consequences. He groaned and slammed his mouth down on hers, his hands tangling in her hair and holding her still as he kissed her passionately. Hermione was unable to stop her hands from moving over his bare chest and down to his pajama pants, pulling at them and trying to tug them down. Finally, in exasperation, she cast a wandless vanishing spell at them and grinned against his mouth. He hissed as his bare legs met hers. "'I liked those pajamas,' he said huskily, sucking at her point on her neck that made her tingle. "'Buy another pair. You are disgustingly rich,' she said as she vanished the shirt." She let out a small cry as more naked flesh met. Draco went still and then closed his eyes, his face flushing. Merlin, you feel fantastic, he said, running his hands up her sides and then cupping her breasts. Hermione didn't have an appropriate reply as she was lost in the sensation of him, pulling at her hardened nipples. She tangled her legs with his and wiggled under him before she gripped his hair and pulled his mouth back down to hers. It was frantic, a bit wild, but a kiss she knew she would remember the rest of her life. She could feel him against her belly, hard and hot with a bit of fluid leaking out, and she desperately wanted to touch it. When she told him this, he groaned and rolled them over so that they were lying facing each other, and took her hand, placing it on his abdomen. Hermione flushed a bit, but then curiosity took over and she looked down, moving her hand as she did so. "'It's bigger than I thought,' she whispered, absently studying this part of his anatomy." Draco snorted out a laugh and then hissed as she wrapped her hand around him. His hands went back to playing with her breast as she felt her eyes drift shut at the incredible sensation. The calm of exploration didn't last, however. By the time he started sucking on her breasts, Hermione instinctively started stroking his cock, and, when she started to buck her center against him, he rolled her back onto her back and moved down her body, checking to make sure she was ready for what was going to happen next. Hermione screamed when his mouth found her clit, and he shoved two fingers inside of her slick, tight core. 
He grunted and then moaned as she creamed all over his fingers. So wet, he said huskily, kissing her thighs as he moved his fingers inside of her, stretching her as gently as he could. And so tight. Hermione couldn't believe the man could talk. She wasn't even sure she could form a sentence. She moaned as she felt her body start to tighten, and then let out another scream as an orgasm crashed over her, shocking Draco into cursing and surging up her body. Just like that, time seemed to stand still. His eyes locked onto hers as he positioned himself between her legs, and he tenderly cradled her head. "'You're sure?' he asked through a series of soft kisses. Hermione bit her lip and then nodded, letting out a small sigh. "'The fact that you are asking me that question makes me even more sure than I was when we started,' she said earnestly. Draco gave a short nod and kissed her again, biting at her lower lip before he closed his eyes and gently placed his tip inside of her, moving slowly until he was fully inside. "'Are you okay?' Hermione was panting with her eyes closed, as she adjusted to the sensation of him inside of her. It hadn't hurt, but it had been a bit uncomfortable. "'Full!' she said finally, hearing him chuckle and opening her eyes to see him looking down at her with a slightly worried expression. She reached up and pushed his hair off his face. Draco, I won't break. Besides, I have heard you are rather good at this. She pulled at his hair as she said this so that he could see that she was still teasing him. She had never actually heard such a thing. She knew he had been with other witches, but not with whom. He made a face at her and then sighed, leaning down so that he went even deeper, and she gasped. "'It shouldn't hurt,' he said, his tone firm. "'You might be sore, but if I hurt you, pinch me and I will stop, okay?' Hermione smiled at him and kissed him, biting at his lip until he groaned. "'Draco, move!' she urged with a soft gasp. "'Please move. I want to know. I want to feel you. I need you as much as you need me.' Draco knew he probably should not have been doing what he was currently doing, but he needed this woman like he needed air tonight. She was so deep in his soul, he wasn't sure what to do about her. He could feel his very magic responding to her as they lay there connected. He watched her face carefully as he started making love to her. She was petite and very tight, but so wet that he felt like he had sunk into heaven. When he saw no signs of discomfort on her face, he let his passion for her take over sucking at her neck hard enough to leave a mark as he moved faster and deeper into her. When he lifted her legs to wrap them around his waist to get a deeper angle, she let out another little scream that had his cock twitching inside of her. They were both covered in sweat, and he could smell her desire around where they were joined. He concentrated on her face, tensed with pleasure, and then reached down to flick her clit. She was close, and he wanted her to come apart before him. Come for me he whispered huskily as he continued thrusting into her. Hermione let out a low moan and then screamed his name as she shattered around him, squeezing him so tight he had to wait a moment before he picked up at the pace. He started pounding into her so hard he was worried he would hurt her, but she never pinched his side so he didn't slow his pace. When he finally spilled his seed into her, she was pretty sure his heart had exploded. His vision had gone white and he collapsed on top of her, only moving when she shoved him tiredly. "'You're crushing me,' she said, kissing at his neck and giggling, despite her strained breathing. Draco rolled off to lay beside her, and then pulled the blankets up, trying to catch his breath as well. Hermione had buried her face into the side of his neck, still struggling to breathe. 
Draco was still buried inside of her, and could feel her trembling from the aftershocks of her orgasm. "'Everyone told me the first time would be awful,' Hermione finally whispered, stroking his back with her hands as she snuggled into him. "'But that was amazing!' Draco laughed, shaking his head before he kissed her. "'We can't stay like this. Your brother really will avodomy.' Hermione sighed in annoyance. "'Right. Well, you can move then, because I am knackered.' Draco smiled softly, and then very carefully pulled himself out of her body, moving his hands over her thighs and closing them to keep his seed inside of her. He frowned as something occurred to him that should have about an hour ago. Hermione? She opened an eye and huffed at him. What? We didn't do a charm. She snorted. A potion. We're fine. He let out a deep breath of relief and moved up to kiss her deepening the kiss until she shoved at him and snuggled down into the pillow, mumbling about how exhausted she was. "'You have to drop the wards before you fall asleep,' he reminded her with a soft laugh. Hermione sat up blearily, and taking his wand again, let down her wards. Draco got out of bed and cleaned himself with a charm, sorted out the bedding, cleaned her tenderly with a warm washcloth, and dressed her in a second set of silk pajamas. When he was dressed for bed as well— he took down his wards and took the tie off the door. Draco felt the full weight of his exhaustion. It had been a hell of a day, but he was somehow still strangely energized. He headed out to the common room, where he found everyone looking a bit grim. To his shock, a very pale Ginny was sitting in Blaze's lap. "'Hey,' Draco said awkwardly, feeling a bit like he was interrupting something. Theo looked up and nodded. "'Is she asleep?' Draco nodded and took a seat looking at the bottle and all the glasses. After a moment, he poured himself a fire whiskey and looked at Ginny, feeling his stomach twist. "'I'm sorry. He should be in Azkaban.' Ginny pursed her lips and let out a shuddering sigh. "'Hermione got him out herself, so I knew there had to be a damn good reason. Pansy, explain more about your mother. I'm so sorry, Draco.' Pansy winced and gave him an apologetic look, which he waved off. As horrible as he is, he does love my mom, Draco said, taking a deep sip. She is better off having him there. He shuddered and quaffed another gulp of the burning liquor. Ginny nodded and then shrugged. Your mother saved Harry. I think it's right that Hermione save her. Blaze made a face and rubbed the petite witch's back. There are conditions, I hope, he said, barely masking his anger. Draco nodded. Many, actually. Hermione threatened to feed him to a dragon if he stepped one toe out of line. She even said that Kingsley would look the other way if she did. I have never seen my father look as scared as he did when she raged at him. Ginny snorted at that, and a small smile tugged at her lips. She can be terrifying. Ron especially has told stories. Pansy smirked. I wish I had seen that, though. Lucius Malfoy cowering before a witch half his size. Draco grinned slightly, although bitterness rang in his tone. It was something. They were all quiet for a long time before Pansy finally broke the silence, turning to the worn-out redhead still in Blaze's lap. Ginny, why don't you stay in Hermione's bed tonight? She'll be staying with Draco. Theo turned to Draco, his eyes narrowed, and started saying something, but then deflated. Right, just keep it, Draco rolled his eyes. She is in my pajamas and tucked in, and I seriously doubt we will be having sex with you in the room, mate. Daphne guffawed loudly at this, and Tracy hid her face in her hands, shaking with silent laughter. 
Blaze was chuckling as well, with Ginny smirking in his lap. Pansy shook her head and stood up. I am off to bed. Blaze followed, along with Ginny. Draco was pretty sure they wouldn't be seeing Blaze again that night. The two other witches rushed out, still giggling at Theo, who glared after them. Once they were alone, Theo let out a long sigh and stood up. It was the right thing to do. Draco nodded, finishing his drink and setting the glass down. She thinks that Ginny hates her. Theo rolled his eyes. Ginny is too sweet to hate Hermione for doing what needed to be done. She was mad at first, but once she broke a few things, she calmed down and cried over your mother. Drago nodded, his heart hitching. I didn't realize it was as bad as it was, Theo. Theo clapped him on the shoulder, his face sad. I know, mate. Come on, let's get some sleep. You and Hermione are good, though, right? Drago looked up and shocked himself as he said, I love her. Theo sat back down, stunned, and then smirked. About time you said that out loud. You tell her yet. Draco stood up and shook his head, frowning. She likes to steamroll over my plans. When I finally tell her, it's going to be perfect, not just me blurting it out like an idiot. Theo shook his head at his friend and then smirked. Well, good luck with that. I have found that my sister is rather impatient and maddeningly blunt. My guess is that you two are going to scream out your love for each other in the Great Hall during a disagreement. Draco looked appalled as Theo kept laughing. "'I'm off to bed,' he said in a prissy tone, which caused Theo to laugh and snort out another laugh. "'And don't you dare wake up my witch!' Theo sobered at this, and was quiet as he headed to the dormitory. Theo cast him a small glare, but otherwise stayed silent before climbing in his own bed and pulling the curtains shut. Draco smiled as he crawled under the covers, drew the curtains, and settled Hermione over his chest, not even caring that she was slightly snoring. This day might have been one of the worst since the war, but he was pretty sure the night would be in his top ten for the rest of his days. He whispered his love to her and kissed her forehead before he drifted off to sleep with a rather smug grin on his face. He had made love to Hermione Granger, and she had liked it. Miracles could still happen, it seemed.'